When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Stella Ray Herself podcast. How are y'all doing today? Before we get started, or honestly, wait until there's a moment in this podcast that you really connect to if you're about to listen to the whole thing. Screenshot it, post it on your story, post it on Twitter, tag me so I can retweet, repost. I love saying who listens, and I love when y'all just like DM me relating or adding on to something that I said in here because y'all know like I don't say it all the time I should say Amar I'm just a random bitch and these are like my thoughts and things that I've been thinking about like and I just think that's cool that other people can connect and relate and like oh I've been thinking about that too or like I was learning about that or like whatever you know that's what we're here for I love that so thank you guys so much because it wouldn't be possible without you oh I feel good today honestly I feel a little like disheveled right now because I think I need to crack my back. But I have my Duncan. And bitch, it is Sagittarius season. I am so relieved. No offense to all the Scorpios out there because this Scorpio season, like this 2020 Scorpio season, it was good in a lot of ways. A lot of self-reflections for me personally. But bitch, it was, I just felt like it was so heavy like yeah I just feel like it was really emotional and you know that's probably just a a combination of it also being a pandemic and it also being winter and daylight savings and it starts getting dark at like noon basically and you know just everything but I feel like I've kind of adjusted now and I don't know I just like even with new lockdown stuff and whatnot I just kind of feel like good like let's just get this over with now in the winter so that hopefully by spring or by summer like it'll be less stressful and just like everything less cases less fucking hysteria (laughs) honestly I think more people should be a little more stressed out because how many Friendsgivings did I see on IG over the weekend? Too many. Too damn many. Anyway, yeah, so last night or earlier this past week, should I say last week? I'm recording this on Monday. I mean, I guess I normally record on Tuesday, so it's not like it really matters, but it's this is going up on Thursday. So last week, um, LA county did a new i think it was just la county i don't think it was the whole state of california but we have a new curfew so i think from like 10 to 5 or 6 a.m you have to be a in order to be outside you have to be a essential worker and then on sunday they announced outdoor seating is closed which i think is good because honestly like It was not social distancing. That is a scam. Like, I get it's probably better 
than indoor seating because you have that fresh airflow, but come on. The tables are like this close together. Like you really think this, yeah. Anyway, like I don't have a problem with that. And you know, I read the thing uh, that if these restrictions are really affecting you, like you need to kind of be uh, thinking about why that is. Why I trying to deny it? Like, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't want to say I've accepted it, but I just feel like, let's just get this over with. Like, come on. Stop inviting me out. Like, stop. And I was tweeting about this, but I don't get how, especially all these celebrities, like, I think it was, like, Kendall Jenner's birthday last month. Was that last month? I don't know. Forgive me. <laughs> um... All these celebrities, like, have no problem posting their, like, birthday parties and events. And, like, it's, like, first of all, you're doing that. But then also just, like, you're posting it. Or, like, when Kim Kardashian was posting all her, like, birthday stuff. Like, oh, I think I already talked about that. Or maybe, I don't don't know. It was already talked about enough. Like, I'm not going to really go into it. But just, for me, it's, like, first of all, you're doing that. But then you're also, like, posting it publicly like you know everyone's gonna see that and you know how people are gonna react so why like you still feel like you need to flex even when you know it's not gonna be received well like I just don't I just don't get that (sighs) anyway shout out to all the sages out there I feel like I need some fucking water anyways shout out to all the sages out there we're gonna be reading some excerpts out of this astrology book, which I will link down below, the only astrology book you'll ever need. I don't love, but I feel like, you know, if we're talking about, let's just describe a Sagittarius, there's obviously like the key points. I just find that it's very basic. And I honestly think you could probably find better information just online. Honest review. Most likable trait of a Sag, optimism. Sagittarius, so you know I'm an optimist. Okay. Um, who are some iconic fam- Well, first of all, can I just say I love a Sag because it's also a fire sign and I feel like I can't think of a Sag that at least that I like I knew they were a Sag that I've ever had beef with or like gotten bad vibes from. Like I feel like I always like me as a Leo, I just always love being around them. I've never liked I've never like liked a Sag though. I never a Sag. I've never been with a Sag. I've never been romantically attracted to a Sag. But as far as just like, I like having you at this event. I fuck with you. Whoever, like anyone. I can usually, like, I'm just like, are you Sag? <laughs> I just fuck with the vibes. Like, they just really get it. And it just makes sense for me as a Leo. Um, I posted on my story, like, what's the tea of a Sag? I love doing that because people have such mixed responses over every sign. Like, obviously, we all have different experiences. But it's so funny to see all the people that, like, get it. Get it. Um, that, like, relate. And then... You think it or you don't. <laughs> and then all the people that are like, never. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just love a Sag. Um... <laughs> yeah so some iconic sages snooki i think is the perfect example of a sag like even if you don't watch the show you even if you've never watched jersey shore in your life you probably can just like tell because like oh she's a party girl but even like 
I that was like why it was so fun for me to watch that show. Me talking about Jersey Shore in every podcast and every vlog. <laughs> um, but they were like all water signs except for her and I think Ron. But they were all water signs. <laughs> but she's just always so like down. Like if I'm on a hundred different things right now. If y'all watched my 21st birthday vlog, I'm interviewing my bro. I'm like, so you're a Sag. How does it feel to be a down ass bitch? And that's, I still stand by that. I feel like Sages usually are just like down ass bitches. And that, that applies to anyone. They're just down. Like they're like, let's do it. Like very enthusiastic. Again, very optimistic. Very just like, yes. I love a Sag. <laughs> as a friend, as a friend. Um, okay. Sagittarius is energetic, ambitious, generous, freedom-loving, and a seeker of challenge, open to new ideas and exploration. Their planet is Jupiter, the most important Roman god, ruler of the heavens. In astrology, Jupiter is the planet of good fortune, optimism, expansion, and abundance. So stereotypes about Sag, they party, they like to travel, they want their freedom. You know, people say, oh, it's hard to like lock a, a Sagittarius down, you know, they're gonna want, they're not gonna want to be in a relationship, they're gonna want to do whatever. Um, polarity Gemini. Dude, you know who I always think of is Adam and Lena, like, they're a Sag and Gemini, and it's just like, it just makes sense. <laughs> it just makes sense. And a couple people said that on my Instagram, not a poll, but like my little Instagram thing as well. Like, it's like a Gemini, but less crazy. And honestly, you're not wrong because they are like opposite signs. <laughs> like I love a Gemini too until I don't. Um, independence is your guiding principle. You are progressive, restless in spirit, eager to get on with the business of living. A free, adventurous spirit who thrives on new ideas and constant change of scene. Wanderlust. Sagittarius, like its opposite sign Gemini, wants to know. But whereas Geminis are happy to sample a new idea, Sagittarians will follow it as far as it will go. It symbolizes the search for wisdom, and it's the sign of the philosopher and the explorer. It just makes sense. Miley Cyrus is a Sag. Who else is a Sag? Nicki Minaj. Young Nudie is a Sag. Jay-Z is a Sag. All these are people that are not relatable. Sorry. So as far as how Sagittarius season will affect us all, this is from Refinery29. This Sagittarius season will feel like a breath of fresh air. Something we all need. Honestly. Literally. Because I feel like with Mars retrograde, Mercury retrograde, Scorpio season, um, a pandemic bitch. It's just like, it's been a lot. We'll all be feeling happy and hopeful for at least one reason. After a long, exhausting year, we're more than ready to turn over a new leaf. I know you guys have heard me say it before, but I just love the end of the year. Even though I love the summer and I love Leo season and I feel like that's when... I really shine. I love Scorpio's. You've heard me say this a million times. I love Scorpio, Sag, Capricorn season. You have your deep reflections and then you feel optimistic like, okay, we can do this. You know, I feel like I know what I need to do now. And then Capricorn season comes and you like put it to work, like making your resolutions. Like let's make a list of stuff we got to do to achieve this and let's do it. And I just always feel like, I feel like even without astrology, that's just kind of what the end of the end of the year and then the beginning of the new year a lot of people feel that way just because just because we're wrapping shit up and we're starting something. <laughs> I didn't even mean to say that. <laughs> um, 
That's so funny. So, oh my god, there's an eclipse. Freedom is the theme. You may feel strongly that you want to cut ties with any person or thing that seems to hold you back. <laughs> the next sentence. Break up with your partner who voted for Trump. <laughs> you should have been did that. You should have done that before. It's okay though, you still have time. Yeah, so there's like a few other things, but generally, like, you know, just like, oh, there's gonna be this planet doing this and this doing that. But generally speaking, I feel like we're gonna all feel a lot more optimistic and just, just better energy. Like, <laughs> Scorpio season was just a lot. And also I feel like October was the longest month and November seems to have gone by like this. Like in my mind, it's still November 3rd. And it's not. <laughs> Bitch, it's December next week. <laughs> um, so what I personally am going to do is journal about all the stuff that I was thinking about during Scorpio season. I feel like for me, it was just a lot of like reflections of just this past year, as well as maybe things that certain things that that those events remind me of like taking it further back than just 2020 and i'm just you know i'm gonna ask myself what did i learn from this um what stands out to me now and why does that stand out over other things that happened and honestly i'm gonna personally start to think of some goals for 2021 and i kind of realized like i I can set goals and have them be personal in a sense of like, be more honest or, you know, fuck, there was something, uh, set more boundaries, be more clear about my boundaries, stick to my values. Like those are things that it's not like a pandemic is going to affect that. It's not like travel more or see more cities, you know, it's, it's like, personal things that you can actually practice in your everyday life or like even like read my books y'all I'm so getting we're getting to that um but that's what I'm gonna do um yeah so let me know how you feel about Sagittarius's even if you have beef with them or you have had beef with a Sag I do think that this season will just be good and just hopefully just hopefully if y'all stay in the fucking house, it will be, okay? Y'all, I'm so proud of myself because I'm actually reading this book. I have less left than what I have read. Does that make sense? Um, why does he do that? And I talk about this in my vlog, but it has been pretty easy to read just because it is a lot of lists and some stuff I feel like I can just kind of skim through. I feel like in general, I'm just reading this book as kind of like a precaution, um, though I have definitely had experiences, like, and especially just actually reading, like, what certain behavior is. It's like, oh, that's what that was, or, like, whatever. It's not like, I don't know. I feel like this book is kind of directed towards people, or especially women who are trying to get out of a, a, an abusive relationship currently, or just got out of one, or are still, like, dealing with dealing with it and I'm just kind of reading it as like I just want to know <laughs> you know um but it's definitely I would still recommend it and 
yeah, it's just very informative. Some of the key points though, abusers are far more conscious of what they are doing than they appear to be. However, even their less conscious behaviors are driven by their core attitudes. Um, and I just think this kind of, I don't know what you, how you would call it, but just, I guess the idea or the fact that, uh, an abuser is always like doing what they think is right. Is that how I want to word it? Like in the sense of they're not going against their values. And the author of this book talks about how he, I guess, works with abusive men and a lot. So he has a lot of information of like what they say and like group therapy and like what just like what goes through their heads. Because a lot, a lot of them are like regular. Like you know, I think there's a lot of misunderstandings out there of like, oh, you know, there's something wrong with them in the head or like they have an addiction or like, oh, it's from their childhood. And this book kind of proves a lot of those theories wrong or at least like corrects them. Um, And the short answer to that is like all those things can add to someone like an abuser and how they act, but it's not the core reason of why they act like that. Um, So anyway, back to the they're not going against their values. So they'll be like, well, like they'll basically convince themselves and therefore convince people around them that know about what's going on. Like, well, she deserved it. Or like, well, I was defending myself. What was I supposed to do? Or, uh, well, I didn't, I didn't like punch her. I just hit her. Or like, I, I would never put my hands on her. I would just like emotionally and verbally, like, I think it's really interesting to just learn about how, I want to say almost how human this behavior is in the sense of like you know you just want to think of someone as a monster but it's like oh they're actually like it's like they're they think that they are like not going against their values and their morals and it almost makes it more scary because it's like real it's not just like oh they're a villain it's like you actually it's just like it's crazy i feel like i can't really go over all of this just because there's so many different categories and it's like i feel like someone would have to ask a specific question about the book for me to answer it but i will say that i would recommend it like even if you're single as fuck right now like me like i still think it's just good to read to have the knowledge of what these behaviors look like so that you know when you do start dating dating again or whatever you can catch the red flags early on and they kind of tell this classic you know, the classic tale is like, what is the saying though? Like the devil isn't going to come to your doorstep like dressed as the devil. And just how in a lot of abusive relationships, it's so scary because, you know, they look like the perfect partner from the outside and like your friends will, and your family and your neighbors and just like other people in your life will be like, oh, like he's so great. Like, and so then it makes you question your own sanity or like judgment even more because no you know you're not only being manipulated but then it's like all the people around you are like affirming the manipulation (laughs) so you're like what the fuck um so i just think it's good information i'm definitely gonna finish it and i feel like this is something that you can kind of like read quickly and then go back to if you are like thinking about something specifically um unless of course you are like actually going through something i don't know i just find that it's like, okay, well, this isn't really relatable relatable to me right now. 
but at least, you know, I have the information and I can always come back to it if need be, bitch. Not on wood. Like this, honestly, sometimes reading this, it's like, I never want to talk to anyone ever. <laughs> and like, that's not the point because not everyone is abusive, but it's still just like, fuck. So yeah, point being, I would definitely recommend. So kind of similar topic, kind of different, but I had this realization because I was watching Jersey Shore. Literally, I'm not kidding. Um, but you know when it's like, I feel like we're taught from a young age, like, oh, girls will catch feelings after sex, but guys won't. And it's because of our hormones and it's just biology. And then it's like, be careful, bitch, be careful who you sleep with because you will have a soul tie with them and that is the closest you can ever be to someone and they will be a part of you forever. A TikTok of a girl saying that came up on my For You page and I was like, are you serious? I thought you would know me better by now. I've talked about why I think that is bullshit. Oh, damn, my camera's gonna die. I knew that was gonna happen. Sorry. <laughs> um, but I had this realization, you know, we're taught that... I'm going to say as women, just because that, that applies to me. But we're taught as women that that is like, basically our fucking vagina is the most important thing about us and should be like guarded and like, be careful who you let. Like you, just all this like fear, like you will have a soul th- Like be careful. Don't, in, even to the extremes of like, don't have sex before you get married. Don't have sex outside of a relationship. Like unless you're in a relationship with that person. Um... Like, just all this fear and all this, like, I want to say, like, putting it up on a pedestal. Respect yourself. So, what if, like, I know there's, like, hormones that get released. But also, don't those hormones just get released if you orgasm? So, (laughs) so, what if it's, like, you know, we have all of, even if it's, like, consciously we know that's fake. We have all of this internal like dialogue or subconscious all these subconscious beliefs going on of like i need to respect myself i can't just like have sex casually or like that's dirty i need to respect like so then when we do have sex with somebody and then they're not treating it like oh my god this is like wow it's like what if subconsciously we're like i gave you this important thing and you're not treating it like how everyone said that you should So I'm hurt by that, and I'm like, why don't you want... Like, it's almost confusing. And I feel like especially when you're younger, like, it's like, I let you have access to this, and you're just, now you're not going to reply to my text, or now you don't want to be with me, or now, like, you're less interested. So it's like confusion and, like, maybe shame as well, because it's like, well, I guess I, I was wrong for having casual sex or I was wrong for letting this person hit (laughs) maybe I should wait and you know maybe I should only give this to someone who you know loves me I was like oh my god what if that's why (laughs) because like guys don't have that and then guys aren't taught protect your sacred flower (laughs) 
I hate the soul ties thing, bro. Like, not only is it so... I said this before. Like, I know I've said it before, but I can't believe I saw that TikTok. Not only is it so dismissive of people who have had... Who have, like, victims of assault and people who just have had, like, shitty experiences. But it's also just, like, it's just false. (laughs) You don't have to count anybody you don't want to. It doesn't matter. Like, it literally doesn't matter. I just... Stop. You wouldn't say that to a man. It's just like, do what you want. Have the sex that you want and you will be fulfilled. If for you that means, you know, only having sex with people that you really like, so be it. If it means only when you're gaining something out of it, like a bill paid bitch, period. If it means, if it's just like, I like to fuck, period. Like, I just feel like it's so different for every person. So for, you know, this fucking idea of like, respect yourself, it's like, that's gonna look different to everybody. For some people, respecting themselves is just like, being monogamous with one person forever. And some people, it's like, I like a little flavor. And it's like, do whatever. But it's like, mind your own business. What's the lesson here? You got to dig a little deeper. Because we all have internalized misogyny. And I feel like we all are going to such shame a little bit. Unless we catch ourselves and unlearn that shit. And uh, this girl... R.I.P. to the camera. She literally died. Like, shut down. Um, This girl said, we either have to actively unlearn you know, gender roles and unlearn just these systems that we've been taught or we just have to accept them and live them out. And do y'all remember when I said something like, you know, oh, paying on the first date or just paying on a date like, oh, I want to be independent. And it's like the guy isn't coming to the table with that same mentality. And I think that's what kind of what I meant. Like, if you're coming from it from a point of view of like, no, I don't want these traditional gender roles. Like, I don't want to live like that but the guy is coming to it with like traditional gender roles and it's like oh you're gonna pay for me and you're also gonna cook and clean and you're also gonna do all this emotional labor and you're also gonna do this and that you're also gonna look pretty for me pretty by society standards you know it's not like they're also coming to the table with like yeah i want to destroy gender roles because why like i feel like a lot of guys lie about that but then also a lot of guys are just not with that because patriarchy literally benefits them so like why would what's the incentive unless they're just like lying on the timeline to get bitches like bro i'm just like fuck i no more learning i don't want to learn about this anymore it's just making it hard <laughs> but it's good it's good it's fine it's good like you know we gotta, we gotta unlearn this shit within ourselves and it just yeah it just makes everything a lot harder, but also a lot... I feel like you're aware of a lot more shit, but then you can almost deal with less shit because... I I don't know, I just feel like at the first red flag now, I'm like, bye. Like, this guy was texting me and said something like, why are you single? You must be crazy. I was like, oh. <laughs> I kind of got the vibe that, you know, he would be the type of guy to say something like that, but then he said it and I was like wow just like stuff like that it's like okay instead of being like oh no I'm not crazy like haha I'm not like these other girls it's like 
okay, well, now I know you're the type of guy that hasn't learned about this at all, uh, is very close-minded, is very, should I, just to put it nicely, is very traditional in his beliefs. So now I know, you know, we know we're not going to vibe. So, boom, it's over. On to the next, you know? Um, or I think I said this before, too. I've probably said this many a time. But, like, if a guy calls you a whore or, like, a slut, instead of being offended by that, even though sometimes it can still hurt just because it's, like, the, that nasty-ass energy. And it's, like, again, we all have it internalized a little bit, you know? So it still might hurt sometimes. But you have the knowledge of telling yourself, of letting yourself know this doesn't have anything to do with me and how I live my life and my actions. This is about him sticking with the upholding, should we say, this is about him upholding misogyny and patriarchy and him in my business, first of all. (laughs) And it really has nothing to do with like me, myself. It's like he's just trying to think of the most hurtful thing possible. It's like, is that really... I feel like if you use that as an insult these days, you honestly look dumb. Like, it's like, do you read, bro? Do you click any article? Like, do you, have you opened a book? When was the last year you opened a book? Um, knowledge is power. Even though, you know, I really feel sometimes like ignorance is bliss. Damn, I wish I wasn't self-reflecting all the time. But it can be practically helpful. Like, I mean that, like, it can literally be practical. You know, so it's like, oh, hopefully you have a better future. It's like, no, it's like literally if someone says some shit, you can be like, hey, that's this that I learned about. That's not right. Or like, I disagree with that. Or I'm not going to let that hurt me because I know it's kind of empty. Boom. Wow. <laughs> we did that. <laughs> um, so let me know your thoughts on any of this, y'all. That's kind of all I have to say, to be honest. I didn't even drink my coffee. It's so sweet. Um... But yeah, I can't wait to read all of your comments. Thank you guys so much for listening, for watching, for following me on TikTok. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Love y'all.